Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Monday, January 20, 20, 22nd, and today's our 252nd devotional. Um, today we're looking at Jeroboam. Uh, he was a man that lost it all because of fear and uh, he is a good, bad example for us. So uh, that being said, uh, we're going to read a verse that uh, it kind of shows his mindset here in first Corinthians or first Kings chapter 12, verse 27, it says this, if this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Jeroboam, uh, to Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they shall kill me, and go again unto Rehoboam, king of Judah. So I can already tell I'm having trouble with my words today, so uh, please just be uh, gracious and patient with me today. But uh, looking at Jeroboam and this uh, what he did, uh, it's interesting just looking at his life. Uh, he was told early on, uh, it, it, it appears early on, he was singled out as somebody that was a good leader, someone that organized things well. And uh, Solomon had him as one of his um, tax collectors slash uh, advisors. Um, and as he was going home, uh, a priest uh, one of Solomon's priests came and uh, told him uh, in a dramatic way that he would rule over 10 tribes, the northern tribes, and that God would keep two tribes for uh, Judah. Um, so uh, he knew this early on, and, and it was interesting because it appears to me that the first thing that he does from there is uh, not try to figure out what is going on, what he should do, but he ran to Egypt. Uh, he ran to Egypt out of fear. What he should have done is looked back to the past of what king had the same problem. Uh, the king that had the same problem was David. Uh, David had been anointed king uh, while Solomon or while Saul was still reigning, and so David had had to deal with the same situation. And one of the first things that David did. Uh, he went to Samuel to get advice. Then he went to the priests to get advice. Uh, and he had a priest with him most of the time that he was running. Even with that, he made some mistakes. But he went to uh, the people of God, the place of God. And uh, Jeroboam just didn't have that mindset. He went to Egypt. He got completely out of the country, and, and that makes perfect sense if you've got the king chasing you, run to another kingdom, and then you won't be chased anymore. The problem is uh, he didn't have uh, access in Egypt to the law of God. He didn't have access in Egypt to men of God who could advise him and show him what God expected, and that was one of those things that the prophet told him early on, if you will follow the law of God, if you will keep his commandments, your kingdom will be established. Uh, but he didn't latch on to that. Instead, he goes to Egypt. Uh, Jeroboam 
um, Jeroboam had been told that if he would follow the law, that God would establish his kingdom. But that's not at all what he did. So Jeroboam followed the pattern of the people of, uh, of the kings of Egypt. Uh, it, it appears to me they had made gods to themselves, um, gods that were convenient to them, gods that basically served the people, gods that uh, would help the people and uh, be in a convenient place for the people to serve. And, and it was easy for the king to, to control the people using the gods. And so that appears to be what Jeroboam did. He makes two golden calves uh, and sets one in Dan and one in one in the northern part and one in the southern part. And, and when he sets up these golden calves, uh, he, it just, it, it turned out bad for him. That was his downfall. And we'll see a little bit more tomorrow uh, about this, but um, he did this so that the people wouldn't go back to Jerusalem, so that they wouldn't serve God. He was told if he would follow the law of God, God would establish him, but he didn't follow that. So um, I don't want to spend a long time on this part of Jeroboam, but I do want us to consider uh, what can we learn from this bad king? Uh, tomorrow we'll see something different, but uh, what can we learn from him? Well, first off, when God says something to us, uh, we should just trust him and, and we should take him at his word. Uh, Jeroboam did not do that. Um, God tells us that he has good plans for us, that he loves us. What does John three sixteen say? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God wants us to have everlasting life. God wants us to be with him. God wants the best for us, if you can say that. Um, oftentimes we think the best for us is in this world. That's just wrong and false there. Uh, the best for us is having a relationship with him, and it opens up all kinds of opportunities for us. But oftentimes we ignore that because we think we have a better plan, just like Jeroboam here. Uh, the next thing that I see about it, um, that Jeroboam, he, he didn't follow God's plan. Often what we do, we don't follow God's plan. Um, we disobey thinking that it will bring us pleasure when it doesn't. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that sin is enjoyable for a season. It's talking about uh, Moses. He, he rejected what Egypt offered, choosing rather to suffer with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Um, that's, it appears to me, what Jeroboam was doing because of fear. He, he wanted the pleasures of the moment for a season rather than to be obedient to God. Um, when we disobey uh, him, he has paid, he's already paid the price for it. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death. We've all sinned. We know that. It goes on to say, though, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Um, God's taken care of this if we'll only trust him. And most of the time, we're too afraid to confess. We're too afraid 
to repent. And that's exactly what he tells us to do. He commands all men everywhere to repent. In Acts chapter 17, in Luke chapter 13, he says, Except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Repentance is the key there. And so we try to make common sense ideas or common sense decisions uh, based on fear that this will be the best way for me. And it's not based on God's word. Oftentimes it's based on the opinions of this world and it makes sense to the world, but it's not, it doesn't make sense according to God's word. And, and we trust the world rather than God's word. We need to be willing to trust God's word above everything, even if it costs us our life. We need to be willing to trust God's word. And then we need to remember that uh, perfect love will cast out fear. If we love him, like we say we love him, uh, we should be willing to do whatever he asks us to do and put everything else aside. Uh, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter uh, 4, verse 18, it says this, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear hath torment, he hath uh, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. So um, maybe today we should stop and just ask God to help us develop that perfect love towards him so that we're willing to follow him no matter what and not be like Jeroboam. Uh, he lost it all because of this. Uh, he had the, the only thing that you find about him after this uh, you find every time he's mentioned that the sin of Jeroboam, uh, he caused Israel to sin. Uh, he caused Israel to sin. Every time you find a mention, he caused Israel to sin. And, and it was all based out of fear. So I hope we will live a life of excitement, of love, of obedience, and not a life of fear following uh, follow Christ being obedient like he was instead of Jeroboam being fearful and, and doing our own thing. So I hope that's a help to you. And, and I hope uh, you can apply something of that to uh, your everyday life. So until the next time, auf Wiederhören.